When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, y'all. Uh, welcome, everybody. We are back. It is Tape Don't Lie. It's your favorite Raiders podcast, favorite Raiders channel, favorite Raiders everything. We are back. You guys already know what to do. Hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. You guys know what to do. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you dislike it. Leave a comment if you like it. Leave a comment if you dislike it. All right, guys, and uh, you guys are going to do with that as well. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL for me at BD Williams 18 for BD, right? And then we also, you know, make sure you guys pan the supplements right there. Discount code 35% off. Make sure you guys support Panda Supplements. Like I always say, man, they got some great products. So make sure you guys go up there and support everything they got working up there with those some of those protein shakes some of the focus, some of the green drinks, awesome stuff. Make sure you guys check that out. Definitely recommend it, all right? So Panda Supplements, but we're talking training camp today. Training, training, training camp. Training camp, BD, we're, we're here. We got, the players are reported. We had a practice. It is football season. Right. It's early. It's early for us. Usually we're like, we're like next week, but uh, we got a Hall of Fame game. We have five preseason, uh, four preseason games this, this, uh, this year. BD, yeah. so we get an extra get extra look at the fourth stringers in the first game, and then uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> we get an extra look at we get some Chase Garbers, man, uh, first game. So I mean, yeah, we'll see if we can <laughs> track down film of preseason this year. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got to start putting our plan together for that. So, uh, so yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, yeah, we'll see about that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not. I guess it's helpful for us because it's new schemes. Yeah. So if, if we do get our hands on the preseason tape, that extra game, you know, in our archive to go back and kind of look at some concepts and like what they're doing, even though it's going to be like their most basic stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it might even be stuff like that, that, that they don't even come back to, but it like, other the rest of their offense and the rest of their defense is built on these concepts or something like that. So I'd be yeah. interested to see that. But I'm I'm not, you know, we're not going to see a bunch of these stars. You know, we'll have to wait for the regular season to see Devonte Adams, Derek Carr, that hookup. You know, real time bullets flying. That's going to be regular 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 season action, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of Jerry Stidham. I mean, they got they're the quarterback. Quarterback battle has to be um, one. I mean, there's no backup quarterback for sure right now. So there's a battle to be won. Jared Stidham versus Nick Mullins right now. You got Chase Garbers in there. Um, I mean, Chase is a long way to go, but, I mean, they like him. So we'll see how that goes. And, you know, they, they usually go with the best player who, who can uh, handle it. So we'll see how that works out for them. But, you know, Jared Stidham didn't look too good in OTAs from what Josh McDaniel said. 
So it's going to be interesting to see how that, how that quarterback battle goes out for the backup position because that is a battle that nobody's really talking about because it's not – it's a uh, nobody's taking it. Who's, who's, who's the guy right now, right? So Okay, so that's that's one battle that you're keeping your eye on. While, yeah, but let's – While let's, we're – yeah, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, so while we're uh, – got some other topics we're talking about. First, uh, Brandon Parker getting first-team reps today. Most of the first-team reps at a right tackle – over Alex Leatherwood, PD. So, reported by Deshaun Reed. Everything we got is uh, out of uh, Deshaun Reed's athletic article um, about the top 10 observations from this today uh, training camp. And uh, we got Brandon Parker, first team rest, BD. Yeah. What, 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 what are you thinking of that? What, what do you think of that? I mean, um, this Alex Leatherwood is not their draft pick. Right. Like they didn't mm-hmm. draft Alex Leatherwood. And I know Josh McDaniels being with the Patriots in the past, you know, this offensive line coach being with the Patriots in the past, they, they got as they win in, in the past. Right. Mm-hmm. Georgia offensive lineman. Yeah. A guy who's smaller than your prototypical tackle. So they have a history of, you know, now I'm, I'm not saying that he, Alex Leatherwood is small. Right, they like they have a history of working with guys who are not necessarily like Brandon Parker, huge, right, six mm-hmm. foot eight, you know. Um, but perhaps this is just like signaling that this is really what they value in a, a in a tackle like Josh McDaniels. Now, his departure from the Patriots, what they value is size in the tackle. Perhaps that's what that's saying. I don't know. I mean, usually with their right tackles, I mean, they're, you know, they're a big fan of Trent Brown. Trent Brown's huge, right? They've had Trent Brown over there twice. And usually the right tackles are pretty big. Um, you know, I, I can't really verify every single right tackle they had over there. But, I mean, I know, you know, Trent Brown's a, a, a good guy to, to look at for that type of perspective. You know, Trent, about Brown, side, right? Trent Brown played on the left side of the Patriots, right? No, I thought he played, he played on the right side, didn't he? Because Isaiah yeah. Wynn plays on the left side. I thought, uh, oh, maybe this this previous year, this last year. Yeah, he, he might have been some switching, but uh, he's he played before right before he came to the Raiders. It was he was a right tackle with the um, Niners, and then he played left mm-hmm. tackle with the Patriots, and then he yeah. came to the Raiders and was a right tackle. Yeah, but I don't know. I didn't pay attention to his career last year. Um, you know, last he, season, so I don't know. He played right tackle. He played right tackle. Last right, year. Tackle, right tackle. Right tackle last year. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so was, I mean, uh, yeah. What I thought, you know, because what's interesting about it, you know, you know, some people say it's early in camp, but to me, I mean, they kind of battled out in OTAs, right? They had they were they were switching back and forth in OTAs. So since they're switching back and forth in OTAs, and then you come out into the training camp, and Brandon Parker is number one, that must mean that he must have had a better look in OTAs than Alex Leatherwood, in my opinion. I mean, I played a lot of football. Um, you know, you you go from the spring camp and you go into training camp and you know, you lost your spot. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? In practice, you're like, oh, wait a second. I'm not playing with the ones. You know, maybe tomorrow is all a little bit with the ones. I don't know. But it's just interesting that, you know, Parker got the first run, even in the first practice of training yeah. camp. That's super interesting to me. Because anyway, you look at it, I mean, they they, they uh, switched it in OTAs and in, in, in minicamp. You come into training camp and Brennan Parker is number one. I don't know, man. That's super interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. Well, I mean, let's hope what this means is Brandon Parker is just like 
evolving his game, and we're seeing like they're seeing a different Brandon Parker than like anyone's ever seen before. I hope that that's what that means, and not the opposite. <laughs> that Alex Leatherwood is just like not ready and not being professional enough. But you know, I've seen some of his workout videos um, with uh, Manny Weather, um, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that's who yeah. Leatherwood is working out with, right? With Manny exactly. Weather. So yeah, I, we've seen we've seen his body transformation. We've seen him put in the work. So I doubt that that's the case for Leatherwood. So I'm really just hoping that this is just Parker is just coming out and just having the best play, playing the best football of his life so far this year. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully I mean, the pads aren't on yet either. The pads aren't on yet, so um, you know maybe he just looks great in shorts. <laughs> you know, he, he just looks great in shorts. He does. He does. I, I can see that he does look great in shorts. I bet he does. <laughs> he does. So it could be that too. Um, but like I said, the pads aren't on which is a good segue into the next topic we want to talk about because it's offensive lineman again. The pads aren't on, and we got Lester Cotton over Denzel Good. I know everybody's going to say they're, they're slowing up with Denzel Good and bringing him along, right? But Denzel Good got fully cleared for practice. You know, it's not like he was on the pup. If they're slowly bringing him along, you, you mean, this is beginning at training camp. He's a veteran. Put him on the put him on the uh, physically under uh, – Unable to Unable, yeah. right? And then, um, you know, let him sit out a little bit, and then he can come in and start when he's ready. But for him to not be number one either and messing with the backups all day, I thought that was super interesting. Plus, he got his his pay cut by two million today. Well, yeah, I, I think for Brandon Parker and Alex Otherwood, I think there's a lot to read into there. Because there is the situation with Denzel Good coming back off the injury, yeah, that that one is potentially, yeah, I think that we could make something about this for sure. Okay, but, okay. but that one's that one's potentially a little bit more explainable, you know. Um, and and it could be, it could be, you know, like yeah, he's cleared, he's cleared, or something like that. But like the conditioning isn't there, or the fitness level isn't there for him yet, or whatever. So he can he can go out there and participate in drills. But it doesn't necessarily mean that he's been doing it, so he's can be on the first team yet. So, who know, who uh, who knows what that means? I mean, I, honestly, if Cotton beats out Denzel Good, my goodness, this is gonna be a beast <laughs> offensive line, beast. Because uh, is Lester Cotton uh, trips me out because I didn't know he went to Alabama, so I was like, oh, that's they probably you like, didn't. Oh, you didn't know that, really? I didn't know he went. To, no, I didn't. Oh, I know he's okay. an Alabama guy. Yeah. They, probably, they probably say, where'd you go, Lester? Alabama. Sure. Oh, really? Really? Oh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Is that we got way? we got we got him uh, UDFA Lester Cotton, but he was on uh, a lot of lists that year. I remember seeing was his he? name. I remember seeing his name a lot. He, so. he didn't have a good preseason last year, so I don't, you know. But it, it, he's a development uh, guard, and maybe they are coaching him up, and they see something that they like too. Yeah. So obviously, he's going to get a shot to like impress. I mean, if I always say. You know, people, you know, talk about these a veteran, you know, people go with the veteran, but if the younger guy outperforms the veteran with this type of uh regime and these type of coaches, they're going with the younger guy. Let's keep it real. Yeah. At least in my opinion. There's, there's, there's no old guys. It's that, on like, we're not talking about like Joe Thomas. We're talking about Denzel Good, okay? Yeah. 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 He can be beat out. Okay. It's it's yeah, yeah, I agree. And Denzel Good, he's he's a sixth like Ideally, 
a sixth guy, a utility offensive lineman for you who can come in and perform at a couple different spots at a pretty high level, close to the level of your starter. That's who Denzel Good is. So, yeah. you know, perhaps, you know, Cotton is a starter and Denzel Good doesn't lose his, you know, spot, his, you know, his niche on the team necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. But. I mean, uh, who, who, I mean, but is Leatherwood getting any shot, any play at guard? Is that a possibility at all? Uh, he didn't play a guard today, so he's a tackle only so far. So he's right tackle only. But I, I, that's that's who I think we should play right guard if they're going to go with Brandon Parker. I mean, they should put Leatherwood at right guard. I, I, th- I thought he played well enough there last year that you know this year if you if you left him there, he can get some growth. So I like I like Leatherwood and Simpson at guards. Oh my gosh, those are some big nasty guards, man. I yeah, like that. Yeah. But like they got that. uh they got Parham. Uh Parham's mixing in with center with Andre James. Andre G. James is getting the first team reps. I've been pretty sure he's gonna be a starting center. Um, you know, he had a lot I guess he had a couple of botch snaps today. So did Parham and Carr. But Parham is getting first team reps with Carr too, though. I saw that. Uh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, so so that's interesting too. It looks like they're battling it out at center a little bit. Um so that's gonna be something to keep an eye on, because um, I mean that's what Parham should play. Parham is not does not have the strength for guard, in my opinion, in the NFL. So I think he could be a, a, a Pro Bowl center. You know what I mean? And I think he has that ability, especially if they want to run some outside zone and stuff like that. That's your man right there. Um, but he's also backing up John Simpson, so you know he's kind of he might might be more of like a utility guy year one, development guy. But um, I, I think. You know, if, if they feel like he could beat Andre James, Andre James ain't making no snaps, bro. You know, get out of here, dog. So, but <laughs> he's got to get the snaps up, bro. He's got to get the snaps clear. That's his only problem. You you know, maybe put him at guard or something. He's not a bad blocker. He just. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Right. Just a position of center. That's all it is. All right. Defensive tackle, BD. Okay. Give you me the bad news. Yeah. Uh, Nichols, Nichols and Hankins are started on the pup list. So the two starters are hurt already. And then, uh, so it was uh, a lot of, hold on, this is a, a, a different name I had. It was uh, a lot of Neil Farrell. So Neil Farrell was getting most of the run today. So we've seen, so Neil Farrell, he's probably going to be the, if Hankins can't go or whatever's up with Hankins, it's going to be, Neil Farrell, as the guy, they probably feel like he's probably the most pro-ready of the defensive players. And the other guy was Tyler Lancaster. Who? Tyler Lancaster. He was the other guy getting first-team reps. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, my bad. Sorry. Kendall Vickers is getting first-team reps. Kendall Vickers and Tyler Lancaster. Kendall, okay, Kendall Vickers. I could see that. I like that. Yeah. Kendall Fingers, I mean, and then it's not, it's still not great. Tyler Lancaster, Northwestern, 6'3, 313. Uh, five year NFL vet. 
Yeah, played played for the Packers last four years. I I, I do not know this man. Like yeah, Kiki the Kiki Palmer skit, you know, whatever that. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, no, no, no. I don't, I don't know this guy. But uh, okay, well, I mean, hey, if he's getting first team reps, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to crank out the film here. I'm gonna have to go back to 2021. I mean, that's that's know? what Nichols. That's what. So he's obviously he's the second team guy right now, right? Yeah. The yeah second yeah, team yeah. is Lancaster and Vickers behind Nichols and Hankins, and then it's Butler and Farrell. <laughs> so Nico and Billings are way back there. Pico and Billings are wow. Yeah. Yeah. They're way Gosh. back there. Um I mean but Butler gotta get his feet wet. Got he's he's gotta tamp down on a roll and learn it. He's got a lot of ability, just so much that to work on, I think for him. He's gotta tamp down it on a roll and just like be used sparingly at first and just like when he comes in, like, hey, all you do is just crash B gap and do this. Like this is like Run, pass, doesn't matter. You just get the quarterback, whatever, right? Um, he's got to get, like, a really refined role. Neil Farrell, though, I think I could see him major minutes for Neil Farrell. I like I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think Neil Farrell, he's going to be playing this year for sure. I yeah. think there's going to be guys who will be playing. I'm not I'm not um, going to blink. I'm not going to blink. If, if Hankins, even if Hankins goes out for eight weeks on the PUP or whatever it is, right, designated to return, all right, I'm cool, I'm cool with Neil Farrell starting the season off for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean, I mean, Hankins can come back for camp. He says that ability, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see how it goes. What are your thoughts on Kendall Vickers? Um, I mean, you know, Kendall Vickers is uh, he's sticking around. Dark horse, man. Dark horse. I like Kendall Vickers. I, I want him. I want him on the team. I want him on the team, especially when you look at how bare the cover is at defensive tackle. Yeah. You know, there's a guy who's been around survived all these regime changes. He's like the uh, def- defense's version of uh, Jalen Richard. okay? You yeah. know, he's just he, – he will not go away. And so there's obviously a reason for that. Get him in there. I think he's great at uh, – he's a great gap penetrator. And I think he's a very similar profile of player as what Matthew Butler is. Matthew Butler, yeah. obviously, more talented, has a higher ceiling. Yeah. Doesn't have it all put together yet, but, like, the way that they, the ways that they win is very similar. So I could see them having a similar role. You know, Kendall Vickers okay. starting out there, and as the season goes on, giving way to Matthew Butler. Like to see something like that happen. Yeah, I mean, he had the big game against the Chiefs two years ago, twenty twenty. So I know um, that was a big game for him. So you know, you never know. He might be a sleeper. Might be a sleeper. Here, he's, all right. He's gonna get. He's gonna get in on the rotation. You know, all the day one, all the day one starter stuff, and who started in camp, but who started week seventeen? Who's who's the starter then? You know, like we need a lot of guys to get through the season. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All um, right, all right, Beauty. So um, who's this? So who's this surprise player that you're saying is on the roster? Who is this? Ah, uh, surprise player in fifty three. I would see if you, if you have one. Did you, do you have? Do you have a surprise player that you think you might make this fifty three? Ah, okay. Do you already have one? I kind of do. Okay, you go first because I gotta. I gotta look at this. I gotta <laughs> all right, all right. I'm gonna go. Uh, I don't want to. I just want to make sure I get his name right. Yeah. Uh, I have. Who I'm gonna go with? I'm gonna go with Deshaun Bowers. Okay. Defensive end. Uh, Did you watch him coming out? Did you watch him coming out? Did I watch him coming out? No. Yeah. I did not yeah. watch him coming out. Did you watch him coming out? Did you check out? No, 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 no. So, so Sean Bowers, I mean, he's, he's kind of a journeyman right now, right? 
But right. I mean, he's played he's played in the Patriots system, right? The past two years, he was on the practice squad, but then he got elevated for week two and week ten, and then he went over to uh, Minnesota, got some playing time, and um, it, it's just somebody I think that maybe if like Kyler Fackrell or you know Cleveland Farrell doesn't have a good camp or those guys mess around and allow somebody who's been in the system and knows the ways and knows how the defensive you know lines want to work and maybe know and I'll know Patrick Graham has never coached him but you know it's still same same pedigree same systems that they come from so if he has that um mentality already or he knows what to do and understands the stunts understands the terminology understands what they want to do um I think he might have a shot over there so this is my surprise bro surprise 53 Sean Bowers my surprise I like that one. I really like the Sean Bowers um, athletic profile. I mean, you know, 6'5", 250-pound defensive and edge player. Yeah. Give me, give me that. Give me that on the end of the roster, you know, over, you know, a little tiny speed rusher or something like that. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want that. I don't want that. I want, I want a big uh, freak athlete kind of guy. You know, hanging hanging out fringe on the fringe of the roster. You know, who knows? Because that that's a guy who could turn into a, a major contributor. So exactly, uh, I like that. I like that a lot. And big time program coming coming out of LSU. You know, uh, we've seen players. I think um, we've seen players reach their football maturity later than what our typical or like what our timeline or what we expecting them. Like we we expect everyone. <clears throat> to be their best football player that they are as soon as they're done with college. And some guys, yeah. it takes longer. So, especially with a great coaching staff. So, yeah, uh, I, I'm definitely going to keep my eye on him uh, for sure. I, so, I got one on my end. Now, it's funny because you yeah. do defense. I'm going to do offense. Okay. got a te- text from our buddy uh, Cyril Penn, who's now um, working, for the, working in the Canadian Football League as a okay. scout. When the Raiders signed this guy, Isaiah... Zuber, okay, wide receiver. Okay, so I'm, okay. I'm gonna go with him. I'm gonna go with him, and the reason why I'm going with him, okay, um, is because well, a couple reasons. So he was with the Patriots last year as a rookie. Okay, coming out of Kansas State. All right. Um, or, I'm sorry. He played. It looks like he played in the CFL for a couple years, and then and then last year, his first year in the NFL as a rookie, NFL rookie. Um, was with the Patriots last year for four games. You know, he didn't get in on, a lot on offense, and I, I'm not saying that he's going to be a contributor on offense, but what what is being relayed to me, okay, by a professional scout, the guy can really, really run, and he's a great mm-hmm. return man. Great return man. So okay. that's why I think that that's where I think his niche is. I think that um, Josh McDaniels is not going to allow Hunter Renfro to be out there returning. Okay, yes, good point. I good I, point. I don't see I don't see that it's going to be a pivotal cog to this. I don't see it. I see and I and I honestly I yes punt returns great Hunter Renfro. We need a kick return. We need a guy who could potentially do something back there at kick return. And I like Isaiah Zuber just from what I'm hearing. Okay, that's a good one, man. Isaiah Zuber. Uh, if we can get that USFL all twenty two, bro, uh, we can. Uh... <laughs> We could break it down, you know what I'm saying? Get some, 
It's good you sell because they, they, they who, signed another. Who would we talk to about that? I'm, I'm sure we could track some something on that. I'm that. sure. I'm sure Cyril can get some US stuff out. Yeah, uh, 100% he could. Uh, <laughs> um, but you know they signed another player. From the USFL to a cornerback, I forgot his name. I think it's Isaiah Brown. I'm Farley. Wrong. That, that's the safety. Matthias Farley is the safety. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. They did, they signed another Isaiah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw yeah, that too. I think that was Isaiah a couple days Brown. ago. Yeah, that's um, a couple days he, ago. He's he's uh, he's a cornerback, and uh, he's from the USFL too. So you know, I, you know, I I mean that's why they need those minor leagues like that, in my yeah. opinion, so you can see these guys play live and yeah. help them out. I'll get that going that way. Yeah, I mean they got some uh they got some guys, you know, here. Um, you know, Anthony Averett obviously is gonna be involved a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you got someone like Craven LeBlanc, who's a six year NFL veteran. You know, maybe I can see that guy hanging out on the back of the roster. A guy who can play nickel, a guy who can yeah. play on the outside, a guy who can play special teams for them, come in like late in the season. When you need a nickel, Cravon LeBlanc is your guy. He's played a lot of football in the NFL. You know, he has plenty of starts under his belt. So, yeah, I see I see a name like that. I didn't even know he was on the roster. But seeing him comparing to some of these guys that I've never heard of their names before, you know, that's a name that sticks out. But we'll see. Maybe some of these no-names comes in and beats out, you know, uh, an NFL vet. So that, that'll be interesting to monitor. Yeah, it, it, it is, you know, uh, Gillespie, too, is somebody, somebody I'm watching, too. Like, what is his development? I mean, that's a fourth-round pick from last year. It had a lot of hype as a safety. What is his development? You know, what, what are we watching him? Because you you want him, right? I mean, you drafted him. If if they feel he can take that next step, we really need to see that from him because I believe that, I mean, it might be a little bit of waste of draft capital that high on a safety. They took two safeties last year, right? And maybe they had a, an idea of like a tandem or something like that. I don't know what their idea really was. Maybe he's a Jonathan Abram replacement, but you, you want, if, if Jonathan Abram's not going to work, you want Gillespie to take that spot, right? You want him to kind of, kind of cement himself as the other safety. So it's going to be interesting to see what his development too. I, I really hope that he pushes the hell out of Jonathan Abram. I hope that that's a fierce battle. Honestly, I hope that that's like the level of development and like improvement we're seeing from Gillespie because I, as much as I love seeing, you know, Jonathan Abram knock himself out, you know, tackling guys out there, I love it. You know, yeah. I know, I know he's not necessarily like the greatest safety ever. You know, like it would be great to see a guy beat uh, Jonathan Abram. That'd be awesome. I mean, that yeah. means we have a, that means we have a pretty damn good team, right? That we're that we're rooting mm-hmm. for here. So, so I, I'm definitely curious about that. You know, looking at those guys, I'm, I'm curious. I mean. I'm I'm curious to see how much, you know, how big of a bite is um, Jonathan Abram going to be given, you know, yeah. and and if Gillespie is even his backup, you know, are they competing at the same position? So that'll be interesting to see um, as as well. But I think right now it, it sounds like I mean Tashawn Reed would have mentioned it. If yeah. the starting safeties weren't Abram and Merrick right now, right? Yeah, yeah, either Abram, Merrick, Harmon. That's what this really what it is. Uh-huh. Okay. And Harmon's backing up both the, the uh, Morig and uh, Abram. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. I mean, yeah, we'll see about uh, Tyreek Gillespie. It's it, 
It could be, you know, his bad fit being in Vegas for him because we haven't really seen him. And he let Dallin Levitt beat him out last year. So pretty upsetting to see that. Man, <laughs> you know you know how big, big of a sigh of relief I, I just let out when I saw Dallin Levitt got cut? Like, finally. God damn. I know, right, man? Gosh, man. Okay, so it was – who was the uh, linebacker that I hated that was uh, – uh, Kyle Wilbur. Kyle Wilbur. Yeah, Kyle Wilbur. There was Kyle Wilbur, and then Dallin Levitt was another holdover. Those guys are not on the defense anymore. I'd feel better about, like, the overall depth because if, if a guy like Dallin Levitt makes this roster, again, it's like, what is happening with this defensive back group? Like, are you kidding me? Dallin Levitt is the best top 10 DB that is available to you right now. Mm-hmm. So ha- happy to see that he's not there anymore, um, to be quite honest with you. Um, uh, Trayvon Mullen, he didn't start. He didn't start. He's on right? pup. He's on the pup. He's on pup. He's on pup. He's on pup. Yeah. So, so, so uh, a lot of people were panicking and DMing me about this. Okay. okay. Worrying about Trayvon Mullen starting the season on pup. You know, Anthony Averett. You know, I would say just relax. Like, it's the beginning of everything so it's it's a long season for these guys so um i I wouldn't worry too much about it yeah yeah i I wouldn't worry about too much about it but you know have anthony avery getting them outside reps um i mean this probably is a battle between him and mullen um and haas is working inside so he's still playing the slot so they still got him in there but we don't know what patrick is going to do really so yeah we don't know which is uh, the fun part, to be honest. I just, I just know week one they're playing man. I'm gonna tell you that right now, guys. Playing man, they're gonna, they're gonna make Justin Herbert throw downfield. <laughs> you see them in the box, playing right up in those dudes' faces. That's my only, uh, that's my only uh, guess right there. Yeah, well, anyway. I mean, we need, we need Trevor Mullen then, if that's the case. We need Trevor yeah, exactly. Mullen to come back. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, any last thoughts, PD, before you get out of here? You got to get 30 minutes in. Um, no, that's uh, it. That's it for me. I'm about to go watch Arian Knighton race 200-meter final world championships. Oh, oh, oh okay. Is, is, this, is, this a, is that a U.S. guy or Jamaican? U.S. guy. U.S. guy. Oh. He's he's 18. He just graduated high school. Like oh, this, word. Bro, he's phenom. Phenom. Arian Knighton. Look him up, man. Fastest man in the world, for sure. No one, right. No man in the world is clocking a higher miles per hour than area night okay wow. he's that he he's and he's 18 years old he's about to be he's about to take over so i'm about, I'm about to go watch that y'all i'll let you all right, all right y'all peace